Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. Do you really know the person closest to you? Know their heart's desire, including their successes and failure? Do you know what they think and what motivates them with every action? Do you truly know them? Turn with me to the book of Philippians. It's a letter written by the Apostle Paul to believers in Philippi. And the Apostle Paul is speaking his heart's desire to them. Philippians 3, verses 10 to 11. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, being conformed to his death, if by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. Due to living in this world that is violently opposed to Jesus Christ, both the Apostle Paul and the believers of Philippi were severely challenged suffering heavy persecution. Yet Paul's desire was that every believer live in the transforming power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And Christ means the Anointed One, and Jesus means Saviour. So Paul urged the believers of Philippi to have the mind of Christ. He said, Turn your eyes to Jesus, give your attention to Jesus, since God himself in Jesus became human. He became the saviour of the world. For deeper revelation of this, listen to our podcast, The Mind of Christ. To know him, to know Jesus, is the root of all fruit. Now, Paul was not talking about head knowledge. He was talking about a personal, intimate experience and relationship with the living God. So knowing Jesus personally begins at the point of salvation. When we give our allegiance to him, we receive his free gift of himself and his spirit within. At that moment in time, we begin the incredible journey of knowing and experiencing the power of his resurrection through our ongoing relationship with Jesus as our Lord and Saviour. That's the journey, to know and experience him intimately and personally, in his human form, in his life, death and resurrection, knowing the full dimensions of his human experience when he became one with our experience brings the power of his resurrection into our present situation as an active force of transformation. That is a transformation of heart and mind in our everyday lives by the truth of who he is, what he has done and will do. Therefore, to know the Jesus of the resurrection, we must first know the Jesus of the cross the man of sorrows who became acquainted with grief. 
To know Jesus of the cross, we must first know the Jesus of the heavens. Philippians chapter 2, verse 5 to 11. Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant, and coming in the likeness of men. And being found in the appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Humanity gave power to evil and selfish desires, resulting in the bondage of both self-will and evil, with the ultimate cost being death. So to know Jesus of the cross is also the Jesus of the King of glory. Through him and by him all things were created, heaven and earth and all things good. The king of glory was falsely accused, suffered public shame, rejection and torture. He endured the cursed execution of the cross, took on his human body all the selfish offences of all humanity and evil. He paid the cost and defeated evil as selfish desires and death. He did all this. For us. Jesus had committed no offence, nor did he ever use his power for self or evil. He was just, right, correct and innocent. Yet the King of Glory chose to pay the cost, to become our ransom, our advocate, our substitute. The King of Glory became one of us, so we could become one in him. So we could receive salvation from self, evil and death. In receiving Jesus' sacrifice. As a result, when we receive Jesus' sacrifice of himself, we are declared innocent. We are free from the cost of guilt and shame. And most of all, the ultimate penalty of death has been paid in Jesus' human body and his victory attained in his resurrection. And in Christ Jesus, we receive his rightness, his justness, his equality, his glory. So to know Jesus of the resurrection... It's a daily journey. Knowing and participating in Jesus' power of his resurrection in this world damaged by evil is having the mind of Christ. 
And this is a work of God as we surrender our self-will to the Father's will. And this is the heart of God, of Jesus and the Father, that we be transformed by his Spirit and that we have the mind of Christ. Through his transforming power of his resurrection, our heart's desire become one with the living God. The writer Paul emphasises that the surpassing greatness of the knowledge of God is experienced in the acknowledgement and surrender in Jesus Christ being our Lord. Most of all, Jesus, the King of glory, identified with our suffering and death, so we could identify in his victory and eternal life. Paul identified with Jesus' sufferings because he was conformed to Jesus' death. That means Paul identified with Jesus' suffering and the cost that had been paid and received the gift of the sacrifice so he could live in the fullness of Jesus' resurrection, being transformed by his Spirit each day, having the mind of Christ. Paul's desire of living in the power of the resurrection of Jesus in this life is having the mind of Jesus. Paul admitted that he could have no confidence in his own selfish desires or flesh. He knew all those achievements that he had in this world that the world honours was in fact eternally worthless. Everything that he had strived for and done in his selfish desires were of no value. In fact, he testifies they are garbage. Even the good things that his selfish desires would reason is good are eternally worthless if done out of the motive of the selfish desires. They're not only worthless, but they become a deception to lure us into putting our confidence into our selfish desires, and they become a controlling force in our life. As a result, when we have confidence in our flesh or selfish desires, they not only form a stronghold over our mind, but they become a blockage from us living in the transforming resurrection power that Jesus came and died and ascended on high to give us. Paul knows his identity is found only in Jesus, his Saviour and Lord. Knowing Jesus, the King of glory, the Anointed One, the Risen Lord, is this life journey and the eternal destination. In knowing Jesus, we can rest in the present experience of being found in him. He is our Lord and Saviour and live in the future expectation of being found in him at the resurrection. As we have confidence in Jesus' death, that his suffering is more than enough, that he has paid the cost of every offence ever done or thought or said, past, present or future, and that Jesus' resurrection cancels the power of evil and death for all eternity. We can live in the fullness of all he has done and is doing and will do. 
No one can attain rightness. It is a gift of God himself. It's his rightness to be received in this life journey by all who are willing. No one can be declared completely innocent, for all have fallen short of the glory of God. For Paul, knowing Jesus gave him a new depth of reason and an eternal perspective. By the Spirit of God working in Paul, he could see and understand and experience the true value of his life in oneness with Jesus. The value that God places on his life. The value that God places on every life. When we know and experience Jesus personally and intimately, more and more each day, we too can testify that everything of our selfish desires is worthless and temporary. We have an eternal worth in Jesus. While being transformed, having the heart and mind of Jesus, our selfish desires or our flesh no longer have power to control us. The strongholds of confidence that we can have in our selfish desires is torn down with the truth of who Jesus is and what he is doing and has done. Through the transforming work of the Holy Spirit, we are doing life with a different value system and different desires as our heart's desire become one with the Father's heart's desire. We live in a different reality. We live in the reality of heaven on earth, in this world damaged by evil. Knowing and experiencing Jesus changes everything and is greater than all things. To know and experience Jesus as Lord and Saviour intimately and personally is to know and experience the living God, to know the Father. The journey with Jesus does not end with physical death. We have a future hope, the resurrection of the dead, and when Jesus returns in all his glory and evil is totally eliminated, We will receive our resurrected, glorified bodies that never get sick, never wear out, and never die. Just as Jesus experienced and now exists in his glorified human body, so shall we. Until then, God in his great love, from the Father through the Son, sent his Spirit to dwell within each one of us. When we receive Jesus, we receive his Spirit. And our future is secure. There is no doubt of our future inheritance because it is a gift from God. And it is intricately woven into the tapestry of the human form of God, God who became flesh and dwelt among us in Jesus in his life, death, suffering, resurrection and ascension. Jesus gained it all for all who are willing to receive. When we receive Jesus, we enter into fellowship with his sufferings. 
That is not that we are meant to suffer. It is an identification with who Jesus is, what he has done and will do. Knowing Jesus as our personal Lord and Saviour is a daily journey of fellowship. As we live in continual surrender of our selfish desires, selfish ambition and self-glorification, he will transform us into the mind of Christ. We become one with him and know the cost that he has paid and live in a greater revelation of the truth of what he has done and will do. True identity is found in his identity. As a result, we have victory over our selfish desires and the fear of death. With a transformed heart and mind, those desires no longer have power to rule and reign in our life. But it's important for us to remember this transformation is a daily journey. It is a work of the Spirit. In His name, we have fellowship with Him. And this transformation brings glory to the Father. Paul continues on in his letter and he says that true living is to be finished with religious striving to trust wholly in the living God. Trust that who he is and what he has done has given us right standing and perfect relationship with God. A relationship of intimacy and transformation. And knowing Jesus, intimately and personally, is greater than any worth, anything of this world. And one with him, we experience his resurrection power and being transformed into the heart and mind of Christ. The ultimate prize, the ultimate goal, and the ultimate journey is to know God. To know that God became one of us so that we could become one in him. Doing life together with Jesus, surrendered to the Father's will, listening to the Son, listening to the Father, responding to Him, experiencing Him, is living now. So as we live in this world that is totally opposite to God's kingdom, we are empowered to rejoice. When Paul says knowing Christ is that so somehow he might attain to the resurrection of the dead, he was aware that Jesus has attained everything of value that is to attain. Therefore, becoming one with him is to receive what Jesus attained in his death and resurrection. Jesus will return. Those in him will receive their eternal resurrected glorified bodies. And in addition, evil will be totally eliminated. The focus in this life, and indeed the next, is knowing Jesus. That is the journey. That is the prize. Jesus himself and his kingdom. There is no greater worth than the cost that Jesus paid for our life, our eternal life. And like the Apostle Paul, we can say, let us rejoice. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.